Hey everyone, welcome to the Learning to Lead podcast, episode number 40. We're going to be talking about networking this month, and this isn't just a lesson for people who are already good at networking or may do it, although it can certainly add value to them. Hopefully it'll help you see a perspective or a process that you haven't used before, um, but it's also for people who, who aren't as good at networking. You know, I have a lot of friends come up to me and ask me about networking, how to network, where to network, etc., and uh, and I definitely go over those things in this lesson, and so I think it'll add value to you. I think you It'll help you become a better networker, and so I hope that you enjoy it. Before we get started, I do have a few announcements. My wife and I, Laura, have had a lot on our heart around learning to lead and just adding value to, to leaders around the city of Pittsburgh and really just around the world. But we live in Pittsburgh, so that's that's what we're doing right now. But we actually had a vision night this month, and we went on Mount Washington, which overlooks the whole city of Pittsburgh, and we gathered young leaders and just shared what was in our heart. And then we actually prayed over the city, and all the, the leaders actually got a card for different parts of the city to pray over, and it was just an incredible night. And I'll be actually, um, I put out a, a blog post, but I'll also be doing a podcast, just kind of overview vision-wise of what we shared that night. I didn't record it, uh, unfortunately, I forgot. But I'll be putting that up. Um, and the only thing I want to announce is that the next steps is in September, we're going to be starting Leadership Breakfasts. We actually expose young leaders to seasoned leaders, and we're going to be bringing in high-level leaders to teach leadership to young leaders, and uh, we'll also be recording those talks and making them uh, an additional podcast on this uh, podcast as well. But it'll be an opportunity to learn leadership from some of the best leaders in our city. It'll also be an opportunity to connect with other young leaders and network, right? That's what we're talking about today, and we hope that those monthly breakfasts will be of huge value to young leaders. And so uh, we're doing that, and we're also going to be doing a leadership small group, although I lo- it looks like that's going to be full. But um, I'd love for you to connect with what we're doing. If you're interested and want, it, want updates, there's a place in the show notes uh, for you to sign up and subscribe to our e-newsletter. And you can also just email me at dougsmithlive at gmail.com. Again, that's dougsmithlive at gmail.com. And uh, just say I want signed up or, uh, for the Learning to Lead email, or I want to get involved. And, uh, and I'll get back to you and I'll subscribe you. So that being said, I hope you connect with us with that. And let's just jump into this lesson on networking. Uh, so for me, I love networking. Uh, it's something that I get paid to do, but it, I didn't always get paid to do it. And uh, it's something I've always been passionate about because you never know what God can do through one connection. And the first thing I want to talk to you about is, is you have to get a vision for the value of networking. And the basic vision is just that. You never know what God could do with one connection you make, with one breakfast that you go to, with one lunch meeting that you go to, with one church service that you go to, you, with one whatever it is it doesn't matter you never know what could come out of just taking stepping out and actually showing up somewhere and meeting other people Uh, you could become a better person so many different things could come out of that and it's so exciting charles jones said this he said you'll be the same person in five years as you are today except for the people you meet and the books you read and I don't know about you, but I want to become the best that I can be, and I know that that's only going to happen as a result of me meeting as many people as I can meet. Because even though I may have great people in, in my life right now, there's always more people that I can learn from. There's always more people that I can add value to, and there's always more people I can partner with and do great things with and that are doing great things. And so the main vision I want you to get, if you get nothing else out of this, is you never know what God could do with one connection you make as a result of networking. So it's important. It's very, very, very important uh, to value. 
And the reality is the more people you're connected to, the more you'll be able to accomplish. You know, people say it's not what you know, it's who you know. And that's that's not entirely true. It doesn't matter what you know. You have to be competent. But the more people you know and the more people that think well of you and the more people you're connected with, the better things are going to go for you. I can promise you that. And the more people you can serve, the more people you know, the more people you can add value to. And that's part of the vision as well. And so... Again, I'm I'm talking from someone's point of view who loves networking, but again, I think this will really help you if you don't network. Again, I mentioned it earlier, but I have a lot of people come up to me and say, I wish I knew how to network. Uh, where do I go, et cetera? Well, I'm going to jump into that right now. So how do you actually network? Okay, so you can see, hey, I want to network. I want to grow my network. How do you actually do it? Number one, you have to show up places. Number one, show up. Right? There's a quote that says 95% of success is showing up. And I absolutely agree with that. You've got to show up. And I wrote, get involved with as many groups and networking events as you can. And then work that network. Get involved with as many groups and networking events as you can and work that network. Again, you've just got to show up places. And I'm not saying you have to join a thousand different clubs. But you've got to show up somewhere. Um, I had a friend ask me, uh, you know, where places to go. And when I started fundraising, I didn't know a lot of the networking places to do. So what I did was I just asked people. And that's what I would encourage you to do is if you know someone that's good at networking, I'm going to name a few. But I would just encourage you to reach out to people that you know are well-connected and say, hey, are there any clubs in the city that you would recommend me join to build my network and then they'll probably ask you what kind of network you want to build, and then they'll recommend off that. And so ask, ask the networkers where you should go. But uh, some of the places that you can show up, uh, and these pretty much are across the board in all cities. Uh, there's Toastmasters, which is a, a networking group that will actually help you be a better speaker. There's Rotary Clubs. Rotary Clubs are all over the world. Churches, right? Church is a great place to network and just meet people. Um, and you can find a church in any city anywhere in the world. Uh, leadership groups. There's networking events uh, in the city. And there's chambers of commerce pretty much everywhere. And, again, those are just a few that I've discovered uh, in, my, in the past two years of fundraising. But, again, if you just Google any of those, Toastmasters, Rotary, a church, right, leadership development networks, you'll find something. And then just find one that looks interesting to you and start showing up to it. Email the person say, hey, I'd like to come. Or you may know someone in the network and ask to go with them. Do you know what I mean? They're already connected with the network, and so they can bring you, make you feel comfortable, and actually introduce you to people that they know. I'm actually bringing the friend that took me out to lunch and was asking me about networking. I'm bringing him to Rotary this Wednesday, and I'm really excited because I'll get to introduce him to people that he may not know. And he ultimately will have to decide if it's a, a good networking opportunity for him or not, but at least I'm getting him in the door. I'll make him feel comfortable when he's showing up. And again, you never know what will happen when you just show up. So that being said, just when you do show up, if you find a place, I would, I would add this. If you find a place you like, go consistently. If, it, if they meet every week, try to be there every week. Uh, consistency is key for building your network. You've got to show up. The second thing I would say is once you find a place to join is get involved. Uh, step into a position of leadership. A lot of these groups have leaderships or, or opportunities to serve. The best way to build your network is through leading and through serving leading and serving because you're adding value to the group and you're adding value to people and you guys are working on projects together and there's nothing that builds friendship more than working on something great together and so go consistently show up get involved and then um 
I did put this, if it's a one-time meeting, just try to work the room. At that point, your goal is to get as many cards as possible and try to meet interesting people to follow up with. Um, so if it's a one-time meeting, get as many cards as you can. If it's a consistent week-to-week meeting or monthly meeting, show up and serve. And, uh, and that alone, if you only do step one, you'll be f- so much further ahead than most people. So number one is show up. Number two is be bold. I put act as if and make people feel comfortable. Be bold, act as if, and make people feel comfortable. What do I mean by that? Ultimately, it's going to take boldness and courage to network, especially when you don't know a lot of people. So I put act as if. Can I be honest with you? I love networking, and networking sometimes is not comfortable to me. I actually am very nervous when I go to networking events for the first time because I don't know people. And even though I love to meet people, it's awkward for me, and it makes me feel nervous. And so a lot of times I have to act as if and just push through the awkwardness, right? A lot of it's just pushing through. And ultimately, what what this is what I do to keep me grounded is I try my goal is when I meet people to make them feel comfortable it's to make the people I'm meeting comfortable even if they're a part of the network and something that's really helped me when I actually network John Maxwell who I listen to a lot he said that his dad always told him growing up that 95% of the people that you meet on the planet are insecure and if you'll be secure and confident they'll feel they'll follow you 95% of the people on the planet are insecure, and if you'll be secure and confident, they'll follow you. Make people feel comfortable. And I love that. And you know what? When I push through the awkwardness, what gives me courage is to realize, hey, the people that I'm reaching out to, they're just as nervous as I am networking. It's just as awkward for them. And so if I can just make it my goal to make them feel comfortable, I'm going to and just go for it. I'm going to have the courage and boldness I need to push through. And ultimately, that's what's going to to make the networking work. Uh, There's a quote I love. It says, I've learned that people will never, people will forget what you said. They will forget what you did. But people will never forget how you made them feel. People will never forget how you made them feel. And first impressions are so important. And if you can make that person feel like a million bucks, there's nothing better, right? And so... When you go to the meetings, when you got to show up, too, I would just say be bold, be confident because everyone else is just as nervous as you are, so act as if you are confident, and then make people feel comfortable. Make them feel like 100 bucks. If, if they know that you're going to be the person that makes them feel comfortable and at ease, they'll come up to you at the networking meetings because they feel comfortable around you, and uh, you'll be a source of security for them. So just remember that. Number three, ask people a lot of questions ask people a lot of questions now if you want me to be honest this is my secret sauce this is my secret sauce if you have a conversation for me my goal is to only ask you questions and not have you ask me any questions why because I want to make the whole conversation about you I want to get to know you I don't care about me I don't want to talk about me most people love talking about themselves and so I want to get them talking about themselves because if I get them talking to uh, to me about themselves they're going to love, they love that because they love the opportunity. They don't get to talk about themselves often. Most times they just listen to other people talk about themselves. 
And so I'm always in my head. I have a list of like 30 questions that, okay, ask them this, ask them this. Hey, what's your name? What do you do? Do you have family? You know, whatever the questions may be, I have a list in my head that I constantly go through. And uh, and I, if you will just be a person that, that takes more interest in someone else than yourself, you'll be a master networker. In fact, Dale Carnegie said this. He said, you can make more friends in two months by becoming interested in other people than you can in two years by trying to get other people interested in you. And I absolutely love that. Most people go into networking trying to get people interested in them, telling people what they've done, what they've accomplished, who they know. None of that matters. Your only job when you're networking is to get to know other people and, and, put, and become interested in them. And you do that by asking them questions. Become a master question asker. Number four, determine if this is someone you'd like to connect with outside of the meeting. Okay, when you meet with people, you have to ultimately determine, is this someone I'd like to connect with or not? And it doesn't mean that you should never connect with them or you never could connect with them, but ultimately you're going to make a decision, okay, this is someone I want in my network, this is someone I want to get to know, or it's going to be like, you know what, this will be someone I see on a weekly basis, but I'm not really going to take it any farther than that. You just got to determine that. Number five, to become a master networker, ask for their card and be prepared to give them yours. Ask for their card and be prepared to give them yours. This is simple, but never go to a networking meeting without your, your business card on you. Never do that. Um, or some way, you know, maybe you, uh, you can email them or something like that. But I would just go with cards. And I just ask people, just, hey, if you think it's someone you want to meet with again, hey, uh, do you have a card so I can follow up with you? And... and 99% of the time, unless they don't have a card, they're going to give you their card. And so get their card, get their contact information, and give them yours. Number six, after you get their card and after you leave the networking meeting, and this is where 90% of people fail to be good networkers, it's all about the follow-up. And number six is to follow-up with them and create a next step. It's to follow up and create a next step. 90% of people never follow up. I've been to so many different trainings and I hear that over and over and over again. 90% of people have stacks of cards from networking meetings and they've done nothing with them. It drives me nuts. So what do you do uh, as next steps? Number one, when I get back from a networking meeting, um, first thing I do is I either email that person or, or, I, or I call them and thank them for meeting. I email them and thank them for meeting. Say hey, it was great meeting you. I'm looking forward to connecting in the future. Uh, and then on the business side of things, I always try to connect with on LinkedIn. I always try to get on their social media because for me personally, I use social media to try to, to add value to people. And for me, uh, so I share quotes, I share resources and stuff. So it's just another way to add value to people. And it's another way to get in front of them without actually having to get in front of them in person. And so if I can get in front of them on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Twitter, etc., and and I'll pop up in their feed and add value to them, that will add more value to my networking skills. Because though they may see something and say, hey, I, I love your quotes. I, have, I hear that all the time. People say, I love your quotes. I love your, the links that you share. You really inspire me. And they actually want to connect with me as a result. And so, again, it's all about adding value to people. So uh, just add value, but connect with them on LinkedIn, email them, and send them a phone call. So once you've done that, what's the next step? This is number seven. Get a meeting on the calendar. Get a meeting on the calendar. Just say, hey, I really enjoyed our time together. Uh, I would love to grab coffee with you sometime, or I'd love to have you come down and, and visit me at work, or I can come visit you. Can we get something on the calendar? 
And this is where I'd really encourage you to listen to the Making the Most of the Mentoring uh, podcast that I recorded a few months ago. I, I go over specifically how I ask people for meetings, what I do during the meetings, and what I do to follow up with the meetings. And I'd really encourage you to, to follow that same process in your networking. Get a meeting on the calendar. Number eight, when you meet people who you want to partner with in some way, serve them. When you meet people who you want to, to partner with in some way, serve them. You know, meet with them and see where it goes. It, ultimately, it's all, all networking is is all about relationships. It's all about building friendships. You know, my goal in networking, yeah, hopefully something good happens and, and we are able to work together. And I work at Light of Life. Hopefully they can come and uh, either volunteer with us or become a donor. And that's great. But you know what? If they never do, I'm, I'm not going to let that make or break the relationship. I'm interested in becoming friends with people. And... When I meet people that I want to become friends with, I try to serve them. And, uh, and it's all about that. And the, the reality is you have to be okay with getting nothing in return. Okay, if you're going to serve people, you have to be okay. What if, if, what if they never become a donor at Light of Life? What if they never volunteer at Light of Life? That's okay. It, because it's not all about that for me. For me, it's about the relationship. I love this. Harvey McKay said this. My golden rule of networking is simple. Don't keep score. Don't keep score. Just add value, add value, add value, add value. Keith Ferrazzi said this. He said, the currency of real networking is not greed, but generosity. I love that. And then probably my favorite networking quote of all time is Zig Ziglar. He said this. He said, you can get everything you want in life if you just help enough other people get what they want first. If you just help enough other people get what they want first. Again, it's not about you. Find ways to serve the people that you're connecting with. Uh, bring them articles. Send them emails. Um, send them thank you notes. Uh, see if you can connect them with someone that will help their business. Again, just add value, add value, add value. Serve, 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 serve. And you'll be shocked at what God does in and through your network. And then finally, last step, number nine. And this is once you've developed a partnership or friendship with someone in your network or networking events. Once you've developed a good friendship, number one, don't abuse it. Don't abuse it. Trust is sacred. And again, this goes back to my last uh, point. But again, it's not about you. Don't, if they never do anything, be okay with that. Don't abuse the relationship. Don't keep asking them when they already told you no. Trust is sacred. Become someone that they trust and they can rely on and it doesn't freak them out and they don't get annoyed every time they get an email or a phone call from you. Two, establish what the relationship's going to look like. Establish what the relationship's going to look like. And this is just, hey, you know, hey, can we meet monthly? Should we just check in once in a while? And what are the next steps? It's just good to establish that because, again, the bigger your network gets, the harder it is to keep connecting with the people. And so you just want to establish... Okay, with this person, I'm going to connect with them once a quarter, maybe twice a year, maybe more often than that. But just establish with that person how often you meet and how often you want to get together. But it is important to consistently stay in touch with people. Number three is add value to them as often as you can. We've talked a lot about that. Four is this. Ask them to partner when you need them, but try to partner with them more. Hey, there's going to be times where, where you're going to want them. You know, there's, there comes a time in my relationship with the people that I network with that I may have some, an opportunity for them to get involved at Light of Life. When that opportunity arises, I'm going to ask them, right? Even if, even if I've asked them before, I may ask them again, hey, you know, I know in the past this didn't interest you. But again, it, it goes back to number one. If, if you've abused the relationship, they're going to get annoyed and just be like, stop asking you. But if you've built trust... 
they may say no again, but you're giving them an opportunity to partner with what you're doing. And the key is, have you been partnering with them? Have you been trying to help them in their business? Uh, when it comes to give and take, try to give a lot more than you take. And I think you'll be surprised how many times when you do that, when you do need to ask them for something, that they are actually able to come through with it. And then number five, if it's been a while, check in. If it's been a while, check in. You know, every couple months you should be just, even if it's just an email, hey, thinking about you, I hope you're doing well, anything I can do for you, etc. Again, it just reminds them, it keeps you connected. That way, if you guys need to get together or want to get together again, years haven't passed. And so, those are it. Those are the, the nine steps that I would give you and the nine things that I try to do uh, on a daily basis to, to use, uh, to ultimately cultivate my network. And so, uh, that's it. So I would just encourage you if this process helped you, just repeat it over and over and over again, and you'll build the network you've always wanted, and ultimately you'll be blown away by who God brings into your network and who God allows you to be a part of, uh, what he allows you to be a part of through your network. So hope this added value to your life. Uh, I'll be in touch next month. I'm excited. We have exciting interviews and lessons for you next month as well. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.